Amen. God is so good. Amen. We rejoice in the Lord always. Amen. No matter what faces us, no matter what we happens, come our way. Because we're going on to perfection. We are growing in the Lord. Perfection, as we have learned, means maturity or completion. And that's what God desires more than anything is for us to be completed in Him. Amen. And that's the key in our walk with God is we have to get to where we're content, we're satisfied, and what He is doing in our lives and what He's trying to show us. When Jesus began to take the cup, He got to the point. He says, Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass away from me. But nevertheless, not thy, my will, but thy will be done. When we get to that point of nevertheless in our lives, we're going to move forward. No matter what comes, I'm going to praise God. No matter what comes, I'm going to still magnify God. I'm going to still keep my walk with the Lord. No matter what happens in my life, amen, I'm going to a better place. I'm looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. Now, week before last, we was talking a little bit about removing the obstacles. If we're going to get to perfection, there's things that is going to be in our lives. There's things that we may have held on to that we need to get rid of. Amen. We don't want to carry weights around. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, 1 and 1, it says, Seeing before we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. That was one of the reasons I had each one of you testify here this morning of God's what God is doing in your lives and why you're rejoicing in the Lord. Because they overcame them by the word of his test, their testimonies in the blood of the Lamb. And so therefore, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weights and the sins which does so easy beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is indeed the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. It starts with Jesus, and it's going to end with Jesus. He's the one that pulls you out of the world. He's the one to take you out of the muck and mire, and he's going to be the one you're going to stand before at the end. And you hope to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And that is, and you can you can put that to bank, <laughs> Amen. You're gonna make it, as the old song say. You're gonna make it just as long as you and Jesus stay friends, Amen. Because a friend what loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity, Amen. If if you call him your friend and he calls you friend, then you guys should be all together all the time. You should be there to encourage one another, to edify one another, to lift up one another, to build up one another. So you want to get the weights out of the way, the things that are heavy, you, the things that's weighing you down. Down south, we used to call it picking low cotton. Amen. Then on cotton stalk, they have burrs down below the bottom. And if you to get those, you've got to bend over. And a lot of times it hurts your back. Amen. So you want to be able to pick the high cotton. Amen. So you don't have to bend over and, and be weighed down. You don't want things weighing you down. That's why the Bible says, cast all your cares upon him because he cared for you. You got to take it to him and says, God, I'm giving it to you. I'm trusting you to, to deal with it. And don't worry. And I know a lot of times that's easier said than done. But it goes back to my own set thing of what I said. You've got to get to the point of nevertheless in your life. You've got to make up your mind. I'm not going to let this stuff weigh me down. I'm not going to let it burden me. I'm not going to let it hinder me because if you do, it's going to pretty soon pull you. 
It'll pull you away from the, from the Lord. That's why people walk away is they let so many things get on them and weigh them down that they can't hear the work of the Lord. As, as Daniel 7, 35, 25 says, he's going to what? Wear out the saints of the Most High. Say, so you can't allow him to wear you out. Say, you want to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You want to put on the whole armor of God so that you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil, right? Amen. So you have to look at that armor. You've got to prove that armor. You've got to know that armor. Amen. You don't want any chinks in your armor. Amen. Dent. So you want to get that stuff out of there. You want to prove it. You want your weapons of warfare to be mighty because the weapons of our warfare are what? Not carnal, but they're mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. So in number two today, we want to move to point number two, things that will hinder you from reaching perfection. And the verse in A, it says, not believing what you read and hear in God's Word. Not believing what you hear in God's Word. Amen. So Romans ten seventeen says what? Now, faith comes by hearing, and it comes by hearing the Word of God. Amen. So when we hear the Word of God, God's Word is designed to build our faith because everything that we do as Christians is all about our faith. We can't see God with our naked eyes. We can only see Him in His creation. See? So therefore, we have to believe, amen, that when we read His Word, most of us, we understand, amen, as, as the writer of Hebrews says, that the world was framed what? By the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by things which doth appear. Amen. We've got to believe the Word of God when we read the Word of God. James says, be a doer of God's Word and not just a hearer, only deceiving yourselves. See, you've got to be a doer because it's the Word of God that will get us to that perfection. Wherefore, Psalms 119, verse 9, Wherefore will a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word? See, if I want my ways cleansed, if I want to be right with God then I need to obey God's Word. Jesus says in John fifteen three. Now you're cleansed by the Word that I've spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. If the branch cannot bear forth fruit, except it abide in the vine, no more can you. Amen. You've got to stay in the Word. You've got to stay in the Word of God. In Psalms 119, verse 32 through 40, the Psalms says, Teach me. Amen. Notice, O Lord, thy statutes and what? I will keep it to the end. Amen. I will keep your word to the end. Give me an understanding and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart because the Lord, the Lord is perfect and converts the soul. It changed that inner man. That's why Paul says in 1 Corinthians, amen, I mean 2 Corinthians, excuse me, he says, for, he says, though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. See, we renew ourselves through when we obey the word of God. We get strength. We get power. He gives us, amen, give me that understanding of thy law. The psalmist goes on, he says, open down mine eyes that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. There's so many things about the law that we could get into, amen, because when you start looking at the law, you realize that the law was what? It was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. 
And once we become Christians, we take on that law. We robe ourselves in it. Because the law is righteousness. The law is right. See? And so now we learn to do what is right based on the Word of God. You don't need someone telling you what to do. It's kind of like what Paul says. He says, what you, what you take place with the law, as you read Romans 7, he said, if a man and woman is married, as long as they're married, they're bound by the law. He said, but one of them die, then that's the only thing can change the law. See? And it's the same thing. Once we die out to Christ, what happens? We just take it all on. See? And we become the law (laughs) because we take on Christ in our lives. Praise God. Amen. The law. Give me understanding. Verse 35. Make me to go in the paths of thy commandment. Why? Therein do I delight. Incline my heart into thy testimonies and not unto covetousness. Establish thy word unto thy servant which is devoted to thy fear. You know? Turn away my eyes from beholding vanity and quicken me in the way. Where is the good old way? The Lord says in Jeremiah 6, 16. Ask, where is the good way? And get in it and walk. There's a good way. You remember the good old days? <laughs> You're too young. Amen. The good old days. You know, the good old way. Amen. The good old way where the children dance and the people sing glory to God and they ran to the house of God and they worship God with all their heart and their mind and they trusted God with all their soul. You know, that's the way to get in the good way. Establish thy word unto thy servant which is devoted to thy fear. Amen. Turn away my reproach to thy fear for all thy judgments or what? Good. Behold, I long for your precepts, quicken me in righteousness. Amen. That's the word. So we want to get into the word of God. We want to hold the word of God. We want to believe the word of God, what God says. So the Christian walk is all about faith. The reason is because we can, as I said earlier, see God with the naked eye. This is why Hebrews eleven six says, amen, that when we come to God, we must believe that what? He is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. You've got to believe when you come to God. It's the same way. This is why we pray. When we pray, we believe God. Amen. This is why James says in James 1, amen, he says, if you're wavering, he says, don't you think you're going to get anything from God? See? You come to God, you must believe. His way is not my way. In His time, He makes all things beautiful in His time. I can have my way if I think God is, I want you to do it, God, I, and this is the way I want it done, and this is the timeline I want it done. And He says, no, nah, that's not my time. No, nah, that's, not, that's not my way. You know, so you have to give it to Him in prayer and believe that all things will work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. He'll make it better. He'll make it right. 
as the song says, I may not understand it now, but we'll understand it better by and by. You know, he'll take care of the situation. So we want to trust God. Amen. As the Lord told the children of Israel in Judges 6, amen, we know with Gideon and the children of Israel, the Midianites had what? They had taken everything from Israel, you know, and so Israel is now afraid. They're behind the wine press. You know, Gideon is thrashing wheat behind the wine press. They're all afraid, and the Lord says to them when they says, you know, why is all this stuff falling us this? What did the Lord say? Because you have not listened to my voice. You know, God says, you're not listening to what I told you. He says, I told you when I brought you out of Israel, Egypt, not to fear the enemies before you, that I will be with you. He says, but you have not listened to my voice. In other words, you haven't listened to my word. Say, so we got to get to that point to where we believe what God says. The children of Israel couldn't get into the promised land. Why? Because of unbelief. They did not believe what God told them. That must not be with you and I. When we read the Word of God, we have to take it at face value. The Word of God, Hebrews 12, 4, I mean 4, 12 says it's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the divided thunder, soul and spirit, and joint and mire, and is discerning in the thoughts and the intents of our heart. We've got to believe this Word, brothers and sisters. Amen. We got saved based on the Word of God. Somebody told us, Acts 2.38, they showed us Acts 2.38, they told us and showed us God's love, and we believed it. And we repented. We got baptized in Jesus' name. God filled us with the Holy Ghost. If that's in the book and we believe that, don't you think we need to believe everything else is in it? Every word in the book is mine. Every promise, every verse, every line. Amen. <laughs> If I'm the child of Abraham, the promises that God made to Abraham are for me. I can be perfect. I can be complete in him. That's all God is asking us. Be complete in me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. Still acknowledge him no matter what happens. Don't go back. Don't quit. That's what uh, Caleb and Joshua told the children of Israel at the gate of the promise. He says, whatever you do, don't you turn your back on God. Don't you go back now. We're here. Yes, there's giants in the land. Yes, their cities got walls around. Yes, they got out there taller than we are. But God is with us. And that's the thing you and I must realize. Jesus Christ is what? The same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. He made a promise then. He's going to have to fulfill it now as his child. So we must get to the Word of God, stand on the Word of God, so that we will make it to the other side. We are moving on to perfection. We can be complete. That's what it means. That's all God is saying. Look, have no other God before me. That's being mature. That's being complete in Him. Nobody else can compare. I searched all over, the song says. I found nobody like Jesus. I ran here. I ran there. I found nothing like Jesus. So this is what God is saying. 
hey, you can be complete in me. This is what Paul says. Beware lest any man in Colossians 2, 8, 9. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world and not after Christ. For in him dwell all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and we are complete in him. Which is what? The head of all principalities and powers. We are complete in Jesus. Amen. Everything we have need of, we can find it in Him. If you need more love, God's got it. If you need more joy, God's got it. If you need more peace, God's got it. If you need more long-suffering and patience, God's got it. Whatever you need, God's got it. Amen. So be complete in Him. Don't trust in man. Amen. Trust in the Lord. Amen. Get to that point in your life where you are complete in Him. 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17 tell us all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections and instructions in righteousness that the man of God shall be perfect. Notice, perfect, complete. The Word will make you complete, thoroughly furnished unto all good works because once you are complete in Christ, whatever you do, you do it heartily unto the Lord, and it will become a good work unto the Lord. See how it works? This is what God wants. He says, hey, you get complete in me, and everything you're going to do is going to be a reflection of me, and it's going to be good. When God made the heavens and the earth, what happened? Day one, good. Day two, good. Day three, good. Day four, good. Day five, good. Day six, very good. And so whatever you do, Paul says, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto man. See? Because the Scripture is designed. It's profitable for doctrine, teaching. Amen. To bring corrections in your life. To reprove your life. To reprove others. Amen. Notice. So that you can be perfect. Be complete. Jesus says in John 5, I mean, Matthew 5, 48, he says, Be ye perfect or complete, even as your Father in heaven is complete and perfect. See? God is perfect. He's complete. <laughs> it's in him. The, the completeness of the Godhead is in Jesus Christ. So you want to be. Amen. Notice in 1 Samuel 15, we notice, remember the story of Saul, right? When he went, God told him to go utterly destroy the Amalekites, right? And he came back, he brought the best of the sheep, he brought the lambs, he brought the cattle, he brought the king Agag back, and as a result. And God says to Samuel, he says, It repented me that I have made Saul king of Israel. Now that word repented there doesn't mean like God changed his mind. (laughs) It means he changed methods, okay? When God repents, he changed the method. In other words, what Samuel saw was doing was not staying with God. He chose to go the wrong way. See? And so God is going to change leadership you know, with that. So Samuel comes to Saul and he says, Why haven't you done what God said? And what does Saul say? I did what the Lord said. He said, okay, you did what the Lord said, then why am I hearing all these lambs and sheep and cattle? 
you know, bleating in the valley. He says, why, why, why is that there? And matter of fact, why is the king here if you did what God told you to do? See? He did not obey the word of God. See? And then when Samuel began to say to him, he says, Has God so great a delight in sacrifices than obeying the voice of the Lord? He says, To obey is better than sacrifice, 1 Samuel 15, 22 and 23. He says, To obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fats of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. There's a word in there that was input it, you know, is. But in the old language it says, for rebellion is witchcraft. Uh, and so, so rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is the same as idolatry and self-will. <laughs> yeah. So you have to realize that God wants our attention. We have to obey His Word. Amen. If we are going to hear what God is trying to, to give us instructions to get us to that perfection. Amen. In 1 Corinthians, it says Matthew on your paper, but that should be 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty three through 58. We see here that, that uh, Paul says, For this, what, corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal, you see it on your paper? And number two, it, it should have, and, and number uh, 2A in the, in the scriptures you were supposed to read says Matthew 15. You don't have your paper? You need a paper? They're in the back. <laughs> They're back on the table. Everybody see it? Amen. It should be. It should be. I'm sorry, you guys. I thought everybody. This is the third week. I thought everybody had the paper. <laughs> but uh, notice. But it's, it's on your paper it says Matthew. Scratch that out and put First Corinthians 15. My mistake. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Say. So when this corruptible have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought the past that said that written death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? And the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God to give us victory through Jesus Christ. Amen. Therefore, my beloved brother, be ye steadfast unmovable, always what? Abounding in the work of the Lord. Are you abounding in the work of the Lord? See, this is what you want to do. You want to keep going higher in the works of the Lord and the things of the Lord. See, you want to know more each day than you did yesterday. And that requires you to get into the Word. See, Peter says to us in first, Second Peter 1, 5, he says, add to your faith what? Virtue. Say, in order to get rid of this corruption, to put on incorruption, I got to get some morals in my life. I have to have good moral excellence, character in my life. Character still counts. You know, you've got to build your integrity. You've got to build your walk with God. You've got to be right. 
You got to live right. You got to do right. You got to love right. You know, all those scriptures talking about love and everything. You got to get that stuff down in your heart if you're going to be complete in Christ. Okay? So he says, add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. You know, you got to study the Word of God. You need to have, you know, clarity and understanding of, of rights and wrongs, do's and don'ts, you know, so that you will be complete. Add to knowledge what? Temperance, self-control. You just can't keep running and doing the same old things that you used to do. you got to control you, you know. If you, what does Solomon say? If you don't control you, you're like a city that don't have any walls. You don't have any protection. See, God gives you the Holy Ghost to control you. He gives you the Word, so it helps control you. See, this is what you have to get to this point in your life and, and your walk with God. Temperance, control, control, self-discipline, self-control. You doing it, not, not anybody else. You know why? Because you read it in the Word of God. You see it in the Word of God. You look in, you're looking into the perfect law. You're looking into that which will change you and make you right and make you complete to be like Christ. That's what He wants in each of us is to reflect Him. I can't let my light show and shine right if I don't do what He tells me to do. See, I've got to get rid of the incorruption. I've got to get rid of the mortal i got to put on the right things in my life. Temperance. i got to learn patience. I learn how to wait on God. Remember what Jesus said? In your patience, what? Possess you your soul. You have to learn how to wait. you got to learn how to discipline yourself to, to be able to wait on God. Throughout the Scripture, we read constantly, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And what? He'll strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Patience, patience, patience. You know, Saul lost his patience. You know, others through Scripture lost their patience. They didn't wait for the man of God. They didn't wait for the directions on God. They didn't wait for what God wanted them to do. And as a result, it created their own problems. So we have to have patience, godliness, godlikeness, holiness, separation. Separate yourself from the other things of the world that's not going to make you like Christ. Anything that's not going to, going to keep you close to God, you need to get rid of it. Put it behind you. See, you don't let anything come between you and God. You want to be complete in Him, I've got to be close to Him. Amen? I want to be an image and a reflection. And to godliness, what? Brotherly kindness. Be ye kind one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Let's get kindness in us. And the brotherly kindness, charity. We want to continue to add that love for these things. Be in you and abound. They make that you will not be what? Bearing nor unfruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You'll know him. You'll be complete in him. Your mind will be stayed upon him. Amen. Your, 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 your knowledge of him and who he is as your heavenly father your friend, your deliverer, your healer. All those things will become just like, wow, he's right here. As that song says, he's like the fragrance after the rain. You'll be able to feel him. You'll be like those men on the world to a mess. And they said, man, didn't our hearts burn in us as he opened to us the scripture? Think about that. When you get into the word of God and he brings you clear understanding, you go like, wow, man. That was good. You know, the 
It's like a good sermon that is preached. You go out, man, you should have heard that sermon. Man, you should have heard that preacher. You know, man, that was great. That was awesome. You know, that's God revealing to you his, who he is and his, his truth of his word so that you can grow. Amen. It's what he wants us to be and what he is doing in each of us. So we have to believe God's word. Amen. Romans 15, 4, say the things which are written were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the Scripture would have hope. Say, I've got to know what the Word of God says so I can always have hope. People are without hope because they don't know what's in the Word. Say, the answer is there. They just haven't gotten to it. You know, is 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 important. Amen? Number B in your paper things that will hinder you from reaching perfection is fear, fear, fear. False evidence appearing real. Fear, fear. Isaiah 10, 41, 10 says, you know, be not dismayed. I am your God. I will help you. Yea, I will uphold you with the right hand of my power, saying, fear not. Amen. I'm going to help you, God says. So if you got that promise from God, don't have to fear. Amen. John tell us, he that feareth is what? Not made perfect in love. You know, perfect love cast off all fear. See, so if we are in Christ and we're complete in him, which is love, then we shouldn't fear. Fret not, little flock. Is your father's good pleasure to what? Give you the kingdom. See, so God don't want us to fear. We must be strong. Paul told Timothy, he says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us power. He's given us love. And he's given us a sound mind. You haven't lost your mind. You know? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> That's right. You're supposed to be in perfect peace. Because your mind has stayed upon him. See? So... Don't, you know, how many times do you hear people say, man, I'm losing my mind? No, get it back where it's supposed to be and you won't lose it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> keep it on Christ and you're not going to lose it, I promise you. He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind has stayed upon him because you trust in him. So don't fear, amen. Israel allow what they saw to create fear in them. Instead of trusting God's word and believing what God says, amen, that he would do. Now, when Gideon in Judges 6, as you go back and you read the story, after they, God tells them that they have not listened to his word, and then Gideon began to try to say, you know, well, God, you know, I'm the youngest, I'm the, our, my tribe is the smallest, we're not able to do it. And what did God tell him? He says, hey, Gideon, I'm going to go with you. See, he says, you don't have to fear. He says, I'm going to be with you. And he still wanted signs and wonders. Why couldn't he just take God as word? When you have been afraid so long, it's going to be hard for you to believe what God says. Amen. Until you get to that point in your life of nevertheless. You have to take a what? A step away from you and says, no more. Enough is enough. You know, I will not fear anymore what man can do to me. 
you know, I will trust in the Lord with all my heart. I will lean not unto my own understanding. Amen. The same way God told Joshua, when as soon as Joshua and Joshua won, as soon as Joshua took the reins, the Lord says, Moses is my servant and is dead. And he says, Joshua, listen, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. Just don't let the word of this law depart from your mouth. He says, as long as you do it, you're going to have great success. He says, I'm with you. You don't have to worry. And that's why when you read the scriptures, if you notice the writers, they, they put what God says when they got, started going the wrong way to get them back on track. That's why this, the book is so important to you and I. When we get a little ways away, all we got to do is see what God did for them and get back on track. He wants us to be right. Amen. We don't have to be afraid. God is with us. Amen. Even in Acts 18, 9 through 11, Paul was in the city, and the Lord said to Paul, he says, oh, Paul, don't, don't be afraid. He says, man, I got great. He said, I got a whole lot of people in this city. You know? And Paul stayed there 18 months preaching the word of God, teaching the word of God, you know, having good results. You don't have to be afraid. Amen. God is with you. Trust him. Believe in him. Amen. So fear not, little flock. It's your father's good pleasures to give you the kingdom. So we don't want to allow hindrance to stop us from reaching perfection. If you notice, one of our goals is what? To read the Word of God, to study the Word of God. Because that's where the answers of, of, of encouragement and strength come from, is the Word of God. See? He has our best interests at heart, and God desires us to be complete in Him, to know Him, to trust Him, to love Him. Amen. With all our hearts and with all our soul. And when you look at Paul's life, you know, Paul was committed. He was sold out to the things of God. And that's why the Word of God is so valuable and so important to you and I as children of God. Amen. So as you keep rejoicing in the Lord, amen, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, you just keep worshiping God. When things doesn't seem right, just keep trusting in the Word. Just keep believing in the Word. And you're going to get there. I promise you. Amen. You're going to make it just as long as you and Jesus stay friends. Amen. God bless you. Let's take a short break here.